As I was preparing for this episode, I began to think about writing and words themselves. And as I often do, I go to the web to find out how others are relating to the topic we discuss in each episode. In this case, I went to Google and typed in these words. How writing saved my life. Why I typed those words, I'm not sure, but I came across story after story of how writing shifted the life trajectory of person after person. Matt Haig, Keith McGinn, Zazie Croissant, Jill Steele, and the list went on and on. I wish I could have read all of them, but I saw people sharing the effects of writing on their mental health their ability to create a world which mattered to them, the journey of deep diving and exploring an inner world that no one else had access to. These were some of the powerful takeaways from my exploration of writing and its saving capacity. Words have power, not just boom power, but the power to transform lives and immediate energy. So my question for you today is, Are you capturing your words or are you caging your words? Let's talk about it. We talking about leadership communication, public speaking, storytelling motivation. And if you listen, you can speak out to the nation. If you think about it, life is your own creation. RK3 is the show. He speaks with confidence. He speaks with that flow. And you should already know how it goes. Get rolling with a pro. The RK3 Show. Hey, y'all, what's happening? It's episode 65 of the RK3 show. I'm Robert Kennedy III, RK3, that's me, and we're still in the thick of it. Man, our country is in a time where some of the hidden scars, some of the truth, some of the things that we've hidden from, they're all being revealed. And I don't know that I've seen this type of self-examination in my lifetime. Wow. I'm seeing all sorts of races of people and I'm using the term races loosely here, but I'm seeing a lot of people just exploring and trying to figure out what they need to do to get on this unity train and, and, and get to a place where we can treat each other with respect and, and equity and equality. It's, it's fascinating to see this, this journey taking place, but It's needed and it's powerful and our problems are not going to be solved overnight, but we've got to stay the course. We've got to stay the course and staying the course is what must absolutely happen in order for transformation to occur. Now, my guest on today's show, she had a lot to say online about racism and what's been happening. So I want you to definitely go follow her after the show. Now, we recorded this particular episode before everything happened, so we don't get to talk about the raw emotional stuff, but I'm glad we still got to chat about the power of words. Stay tuned for the interview. I just want to give a quick shout out to some of the friends of the show, Ryan Sharp, Jill Goldman, Philip Wesley, Kayla O'Brien, Marlee Starian, Phil Gerbyshack, and others who've listened, shared, left messages, or otherwise supported the show. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you haven't been listening, you've missed some great episodes this season, like Presidential Leadership with Anton Gunn, Age is a Number with Andy Audate, 
Cars, Christ, and Communication with David Villa. We've got some amazing episodes behind us and some amazing episodes upcoming. So listen out for that info at the end of the show. Today's resource, the show today is brought to you by Uversion. If you want motivation, inspiration, a spiritual pick-me-up to start your day, download the Uversion Bible app and get your day moving on the right note. In the show notes, I'll share links to a couple of the devotionals I've written in the app, and I want you to read them, support them, share them. Let me know what you think about them. Head on over to youversion.com. That's Y-O-U-version.com. Download the app and start your day off righteous. <laughs> Listen, let's hop into the show. My guest today is Alicia Dunhams. She's a friend of mine and has appeared on previous podcasts I've done, and I wanted to interview her again because what she does is so needed. She works with busy leaders who want to birth a bestseller in a weekend, and she's a big believer in communication, storytelling, and the power of words. Here she is, my friend and fellow storyteller, Alicia Dunhams. My friend, Alicia Dunhams. The I want to I want to go through all of your your old books, the Gold Digger, and all of those different things, and kind of introduce you in this fantastical way, right? But that's okay. We're cool. What's happening, Alicia? Robert, it is so great to be here. Yes, several books later. Yeah. It feels like we've known each other for a decade, at least online. Yes, it's been a while. It's been a little (laughs) while. I know that you were part of my first podcast. Gosh, that was about 2014, at least. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you have six years, and, and we probably were friends yeah. on LinkedIn and Facebook beforehand. So it's yeah. really good to be here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So listen, I love what you're up to. One of the things that I do in, in my group, the Storytellers Growth Lab, is we talk a lot about how to tell stories, how to tell your story in an effective way, in, in a way that's going to create impact, influence, inspiration in people. And one of those ways is through writing, right? And so writing is something that you absolutely love. What made you so interested? What made you fall in love with the writing process? I love where performance intersects with writing. Yeah. One of the reasons I created my workshop, which is really a book writing intensive called Bestseller in a Weekend, the reason I did that is because I found out that people had roadblocks in the writing process, that they couldn't get past those. And that really uh, didn't support them in terms of sharing their story. It really held them back. Yeah. And so what I've, what I've created is a way for people to not only share their sport story, but to share their story in a way that they get past these roadblocks. And, and so that's why it's a book writing intensive yeah. uh, to write their book quickly. Because as you mentioned, storytelling is so important to share your story now more than ever, because when you share your story, you inspire others to do the same. And it's really interesting in the time and place that we are now is that humans are programmed. We are hardwired to learn through storytelling that I know you are a keynote speaker. And if you just shared knowledgeable, you know, key points and bullet points, people wouldn't retain those. But when you share through story, that's when people retain. 
Yeah. So you've got this, you just mentioned your bestseller in a weekend process, and I know that you've helped hundreds of people through that. Tell me about something that people come to your event maybe expecting or, or maybe something that is, that is surprising to them. What's a, what's a surprising takeaway for a lot of them after they leave your event? Well, yeah, it's been thousands of people. I've been doing it over 10 years now. And wow. uh, what <laughs> I know. And what they, I would say their aha moments. We talk about ahas throughout the weekend is definitely mindset, mm. uh, being able to overcome uh, mindset blocks, as we talked about before. Yeah. The fact that they can create 100 pages, 100 page draft book manuscript in a weekend. Wow. Uh, the fact that uh, many people come to me and say that uh, I do a lot of group exercises, I do a lot of uh, breakouts, whether I do it in person, I do best on a weekend as an in person, I do it um, online, I also do it for private groups. And one thing that I have found that's uh, really a nice side effect is people make friends for life uh, during the process because uh, it, it is, it's in community, it's in collaboration. And I, I firmly believe in the co-creation process and being able to, to share your story, to write your book, uh, and really impact people as soon as you open your mouth, essentially, as soon as you share your story. And so people are impacted during the weekend. Uh, I would love to share this as a case study. I just did a best start a weekend last weekend, and a woman shared her story, her love story of being married and in love with someone who's incarcerated. Wow. And, and how she feels so sh- shows shamed and, um, by family and friends, and she's wanted to hide it. And, but then she's like, this is, the, this is my husband. This is the man I love, and I'm going to be with him through this process. Right. And I, I, was, I was floored by this because how many people, first of all, we look at the United States, how many people are incarcerated? We have major... Uh, numbers when it comes to people who are incarcerated. Uh, uh, it's an epidemic. And the fact that this impacts lots of people. Yeah. And, and that how by her sh- shining her light on her own story, not being shameful about it, being able to share how she deals with it. And, and not only does it make a great book, I told her that, that makes a great Lifetime story or right. Hallmark movie or what have you, because people want to, people want to support the underdog. And, and people want to see the underdog win. And yeah. when you come from that perspective, and I use the hero's journey as part of the process, we all are on our own hero's journey in our lifetime. And every right. Hollywood movie is based on the hero's journey, is that we go out in life and we get beat up. We, get, we, we, you know, we find mentors. We learn lessons. We, we have hard tales to tell. And through that process of the, the, the abyss and the, the, death, uh, uh, the death and rebirth, essentially, uh, comes lessons learned. And until we bring those lessons learned back with us, to the, back to the village, you know, uh, until we bring those lessons learned, then people, you know, they'll say, ooh, you know, you're like me. You had to overcome something as well. Right. And, and so that's what I love about the book writing process. Uh, so that mirrored with doing it um, with timed exercises, something I really hold true is that our brain, you know, the reason that we are held back from things is because our brain wants us to stay small and safe. Right. Because it's like, oh, if you go out there, you might be hurt. You might be hurt. And uh, when you are under 
in, in a sense of urgency, when you're in a container of urgency, best learner weekend, when you, when you, when uh, on Sunday, I make sure that people have completed something. That's the only way they can enter uh, the Sunday's programming is uh, your brain bypasses fear into action. And what would it look like if we looked at everything in life that we want to accomplish, whether it's starting a business, starting a podcast, what have you, writing a book is like with this sense of urgency. And I think a lot of people are feeling that sense currently right now. Yeah. So without giving away your entire secret sauce here, what is one or two things? What people who are stuck in that process, people who don't even know that they've got a book in them, what are one or two things that they can do to begin to tease that book or get that book out? Yes. Great question. So that would be, you want to focus on who's your target reader. Mm-hmm. Who's your target audience? That, that client, that, that reader avatar, if you will. And focus on them. What do, they, what do they want? So you want to write a book that people are searching for online. So marketing is a really big part of uh, the book writing process. It's like, okay, I want to write a book. Not only do I want to share my story, and I want to write a book that people are searching for online. So who's your, who's your target uh, demographic? What's their pain point and how will you solve it? So coming from that perspective, how can my story, how can sharing my story solve that person's problem? So in the, the, the case study that we used and in terms of the woman, there's, there's plenty of people out there who are married to or in love with someone who is incarcerated at this time. Right. So what's their pain point? Not feeling understood. Their pain point is feeling shame. Their, their pain point is not being able to openly discuss their relationship at family gatherings because people will give them the side eye. So these are the pain points. And then how through her story, will she solve it by sharing, you know, the love story, by sharing the tips that she uses, by sharing how she creates connection with her partner, even though they're behind bars. So we can extend that out. I mean, from her story to, to business, for example, uh, how to, how to, you know, purchase your first home, how to start a business, whatever you are sharing. I mean, I've, one thing I've heard is thousands of stories, uh, running this workshop for over 10 plus years. Uh, and, and there, you know what, there's a solution to everybody's woe out there, everybody's problem. And, and how can you bring back that, those golden nuggets, those, that, that golden elixir from your, from your journey in life to, to share with those who really want to be supported and helped. So I know you share a lot of secret ways or a lot of different resources at the workshop. What is one way that I can find out what my, my, what my target customer needs? Mm-hmm. So, yes. So obviously uh, if you're going, if you're an aspiring author, some of my people who come in, they have no platform whatsoever. They just, right. they, they have a story. Uh, and so I would say by talking to people, uh, getting into forums, getting into groups on on Facebook, finding out what people uh, really what they what they want, what they yeah. need at this time. That would be a way. And you know, and you were asking in the question before is you know what are some other things that people people learn or or discover uh, is that that they do have a story to tell and that their their story is valid and that they can do in, indeed. Um, uh, help someone, and that when they when they focus on uh, a sprint exercise. I know that you're big on focus. When you, when you focus on something uh, uh, and, and, and complete it, one, one thing I always say is that when we do acts of esteem, it improves our self-esteem. So the fact of being able to physically hold a 100-page book man- manuscript at the end of the weekend gives people a sense of accomplishment, like check mark, wow, I did that. Yeah. Uh, and, and so going back is 
how do people find their, their demographic? It's, it's, you start, you start with one person, you start with one person. So you don't have to have a huge platform to come in. You don't already have to be a Robert Kennedy, the third who has a podcast, who has a a, a successful business already. You start by getting started. And so I want to encourage everyone out there, aspiring author, uh, business owners or what have you is, is start by getting started and just even helping one person, one person uh, can uh, not only feed your soul, uh, but create, create impact. Yeah. So you, you, you're a storyteller. You teach other people about storytelling, but I want to get even more granular for a second and talk about words, the, the very blocks that make the stories. And you've got this book called I Get To, how words, how using the right words can radically transform your life, relationships, and your business. So tell me a little bit about, you know, you the power of words here. What does I get to really mean? How'd you come up with yes. that? Yes. Well, how many people here have said, I have to go to work? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Or I have to pick up the kids from school. Wow. Or I have to do the dishes. Mm. Now more than ever, we see the power of I get to. I get to go to work. Wow. Because guess what? Some people don't have jobs. (laughs) Yeah. I get to pick up the kids from school. (sighs) I'd like to share something actually from my book. Yeah. Uh, This woman who I shared a video on the power of I get to on my LinkedIn. And this woman immediately shared a story that I think would be very helpful for your audience. And, and she said to me, and I'm reading from my book, thank you so much for the clip talking about I get to versus I have to. Mm-hmm. I experienced the power of turning our have tos into get tos when our child, our daughter was diagnosed with leukemia. Wow. Her incredible example being, I get to have chemo. Realizing not, not everyone has a diagnosis, hope for a cure, or means for medical care. Wow. She continues, she says, my life-changing get-to came completely altering my course of life. When we were about to gather with family and friends at her grave, I prayed for the get-to. Wow. As I heard repeating in my thoughts, I have to bury my daughter. Please help me find the get to. Wow. Immediately, I was given the thought only one woman in the world got to be Joanne's mom. And she's the one who gets to release her back into heaven's loving care. Wow. Gratitude completely dissolved the sorrow. She continues, perspective pivots are possible anytime by anyone. Communication, motivation, leadership, and more. You're listening to the RK3 Show. Have you ever wondered why some people are able to be remembered so easily? Have you ever thought about why they are associated with certain experiences? Well, it's because they repeat those experiences regularly. 
They have what is called a signature story. And guess what? You have one too. You might not know how to find it or tell it yet, but you have one. Here's what I want you to do. Sign up for my free five-day email course and learn how to discover your signature story so that you can tell it, create impact, improve your influence, and even enhance your brand. Sign up for the five-day signature story email course. Check the show notes for the link. And now, back to the show. That is particularly poignant, especially right now. I'm here at home. And we just got the word. I'm in this. I'm recording from the state of Maryland, and we just got the word today that the governor is shutting down the state. And so, by 8 p.m. tonight, the only reason you should be leaving your home is if you have a medical emergency or if you've got to get food. Everybody else that's seen out without one of those reasons will be charged with a misdemeanor, <laughs> right? No. And so we've got people that are now freaking out a little bit and. There are people that are saying, I have to stay at home. I have to be in my house. I have to, you know, I, I, I can't go anywhere. And so the flip on that, just like you're saying, is, hey, I get to spend time with my family. I get to save money on gas. <laughs> right? I, I get to be home because there are people who are homeless. Yeah. Who do not have a home. yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that is an awesome pivot. That is an awesome reframing and, and, and perspective and really a great way to, to look at this, especially, especially right now. I just want to take this time to encourage everybody that's listening to the podcast. What are your get-tos? What are your get-tos? Really start looking back at your language and, and, and some of the things that you're saying have to about. And then how can you reframe those into get-tos? So with regard to this book, Alicia, what what are some of the other things that we can do to really begin reframing our our language and reframing our words? Yes. Well, the book contains 40 communication scripts, and I'd love to share some with you. There's obviously the, uh, oh, one of my favorites is, and one thing that I I share when I do corporate training is, uh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. saying I'm sorry. Now, I like to disclaim this, that there's a little asterisk disclaimer here that there's always room for an authentic apology. Right. And if, every, if your come from is always I'm sorry, you're, you're late for work because there was an accident on the 405. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm late for work. Or, or your kid is you know, sick and you stay home from work. Oh, I'm sorry, you know, my kid is... It, it's... I had it basically said to me this, a boss who was in one of my trainings said, I, I don't like it when my employees say, I'm sorry all the time. Right. Because I don't know if they're saying it to make me feel better or make themselves feel better. Mm. And so a powerful reframe, instead of saying, I'm sorry, my kid is home late from school and I won't be coming to work today. What does it look like to say, my kid is sick and I'll be working home. I get to work from home today and I will make sure I am committed to following up with coworkers on how the meeting went so I can make sure that I am up to par. I'm committed to uh, calling you every hour. I'm committed to uh, writing a report or whatever it is. So instead of saying, I'm sorry, I want to I hear, I invite you into the place of, 
what are you committed to creating? Right. Owning what the action instead of taking the feeling. Yep. Got yeah. It. Owning the, owning the action. Yeah. Uh, and uh, another reframe. Ooh, this is one of my, my favorites is, um, a lot of people, people will say I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed in you for doing that. I'm, I'm disappointed that my stocks went down. I'm, I'm disappointed. Right. And the reframe that I have for that is turn disappointment into appointment. Right. What does that mean is you can say you're disappointed and that comes from that, that can come from a place of victim. Mm. And instead, if someone disappoints you, be appointed to share with them and create a clearing and what your experience is and what you're looking to create in terms of that situation. So, you know, turning, you disappointed me by uh, appearing late to the, my, our lunch. Mm-hmm. And instead it's like, I'm a, you come to a place from I'm appointed. So it's important to me that our, that we have a friendship that's based on, on trust yeah. and communication and I look forward to, and you know, sharing your experience. I look forward to that next time we, we have an appointment that you'll be there on time. Yeah. So using it as an opportunity to, to clear with the person and have some of those, un, you know, uncomfortable or difficult conversations. And, and then there's always the, I can't, mm, Wow. I can't afford this versus I can coming from a place of I'm abundance. I can, or I choose not to at this time. Exactly. (laughs) So, so I choose not to, I choose to purchase that in six months versus I can't afford it. I mean, those, those words, because what you do is words have power. What you say you create. Wow. It's the power of the spoken word. So uh, another one of my favorites is, did it happen to me? Or did it happen for me? Wow. Again, that shift from being a victim, because yes, I mean, you, me, and everyone who's listening right now had something that has happened in their life, some sort of violation, some sort of abuse, some sort of upset, something has happened to us. Yeah. And when we look at from a perspective of did it happen to me, we're still in the story. We were talking about story before. Yeah. When you, when you come from a place that happened to me and you're, you keep on recreating it, something that happened in your childhood happened to me, you're still inside the story. When you come from a place of it happened for me, you're suddenly on top of the story. Yeah. That you have, that your story is your story and it's not where you're a victim still inside it, still marinating in it that you have done the healing work to get on top of the story and use it as an example for others to overcome whatever they're going, whatever they're going through in life. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. So it it comes down to, are you marinating as a victim inside your story or have you been delivered from it and healed yourself? Because I, I truly believe, and I, and I don't mean to downplay anything that's happened to you in your life. Yes, we get, to, we get to acknowledge what happened to you. And it's your 100% responsibility to do the healing work to overcome. That's right. 
Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. So Alicia, we could, man, this is so good. We, we can spend all afternoon really kind of diving into all of these reframes. And I, I know that somebody who's listening to this, your mind is going to be blown. Your life's going to be shifted if you really even own a couple of these that she's mentioned right now. But uh, unfortunately, we have to end this because it's a uh, podcast <laughs> and we only got a certain amount of time. So let, let's close with this. What are you working on right now? I know you've got the, the, the bestseller stuff. Share with us how we can access that and access you to really gain some help with telling our stories. Absolutely. So if anyone wants to write a book, definitely I invite people to bestsellerinaweekend.com. Look forward to working with you on your book and sharing your story in the world. Also, my book I get to is on Amazon and there's a free uh, gift uh, for anyone who's on this podcast, you can go to aliciadunhams.com forward slash I get to, and I have a supplemental worksheet that goes along with the book. Uh, and so I get to is available as an audio audiobook, as well as an ebook and a print book and ways that people continue working with me. Well, I do re- leadership retreats. Awesome. Uh, and so if you come to aliciadunhams.com, I do leadership retreats and also uh, group coaching uh, through my break free program. And all of that can be found at aliciadunhams.com. Words are powerful. Words can change the world. And you've got to believe that your words can change the world. Don't get caught with your story in a cage. It can't help anyone if it's trapped. So it's time to birth a bestseller. It's time to bust out your book. It's time to share your story because the world is waiting for it. Coming up, we've got a couple of athletes, former Redskin Brian Mitchell and former WNBA star Lisa Willis. And I don't know if you count speaking as a sport, but we'll also have Aaron Beverly, the public speaking world champion for 2019. Listen in for some storytelling goodness. Join us by checking out the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, and more. Share the show with your friends. This is how we share the love. You've got a great show idea, have a guest you want interviewed, shoot me an email at podcast at robertkennedy3.com. That's podcast at robertkennedy3.com. Listen, I know that life ain't always easy and you've got a lot of stuff happening to you, but guess what? Everything that happens to you in life is your stuff. Your stuff is your story and your story deserves a stage. I'm Robert Kennedy the third, and you've been listening to The RKT Show.